Surma Karapiva is the CEO of the Meat Industry Association. Surma joins me now. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm well, thank you. And I hope you're not too jet-lagged because you're just back from the US. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a bit of moving and shaking over there. How was the trip? Oh, look, the trip was um, really excellent. Um, I haven't been up and into the market for quite some time. And so this was a real opportunity to touch base with our stakeholders there, with counterparts and trade associations and various other um, government organisations as well, and just get get a real sense of what is going on in the United States. And my goodness, so much is going on that it was um, actually quite an overwhelming trip in a way. Yeah. But um, I'm very glad that I did it and um, came away with some great learnings. Oh, Surma, you said the word learnings. Usually that's an instant red card on this show, but I want to talk to you because I want to find out how your trip was. Uh, talk to me about the US market. What state is that in at the moment? Oh, look, um, the US market is, as you well know, it's a very big and complicated market. So if we just have a look at their beef production, um, for example, um, they're currently in, in a bit of a downturn. They're still uh, dealing with uh, um, fallout from, from various droughts that they've had. Their, num- their stock numbers are declining, and the prediction is that this will continue for the next um, 12 to 18 months, maybe a little bit longer. So domestic production is down, which um, not great for the for the domestic industry, but uh, potentially really positive for the import for the importers exporters, because there is um, an opportunity to fill fill the gap. Um, and one of the the big topics of conversation was. Um, you know, what is the opportunity for imported product going into the U.S. to supplement um, their domestic production and how can various countries access that that market? Now, for New Zealand, you know, we're very fortunate because we've got a specific um, quota into the U.S. and, and um, we, you know, we've got a lot of headroom in, in that quota. We can um, put a lot of uh, uh, lean meat uh, for their grinding products. So that's fantastic. But for a number of other countries, they have to compete for um, uh, one quota for all other countries on a first-come, first-served basis. So for them, it's a lot tougher. Um, but anyway, for New Zealand, I think it's, you know there is a good news story, uh, particularly if you think about what is going on um, in China with the slowing down of uh, demand. Um, you know, here we have another market that is still really keen on our product, and um, and there's some real opportunities. Brilliant. Long may that continue. Surma, what else did you learn about consumer trends? Um, well, I think uh, the U.S., as with uh, many other countries around the world, is suffering from the cost of uh, living crisis. Uh, undoubtedly, everyone is tightening their belts, and they're looking to, um, you know, still eat good food, but perhaps more... Um, at a cheaper price point or get more more bang for their buck. But so the demand for beef um, is still really strong. Uh, but it's interesting that it has uh, dropped down into the more casual dining sort of experience. Um, so the burger trade is is going really well. Um, fast food or casual dining is going really well. Not so much the high-end restaurants or the um, the big sort of family-style um, restaurants. They are not uh, seeing quite as much foot, foot traffic. Um, 
so people are still obviously still going out and enjoying themselves, but at a slightly cheaper, um, you know, cheaper price point. Um, so you know that that has some implications for for us in trying to position some of our beef products in those high end um, restaurants. Perhaps that may not work out so well at the at, the, at this current point. But certainly uh, the bulk of our product, which goes into the hamburger trade, um, there's definitely, uh, you know, a market for it and it's going well. Um, on the lamb side of things, that's a really interesting uh, proposition because lamb is, um, it is seen as a, well, it's complex. On the one hand, it's seen as a value, quite a high value product and quite a niche product. On the other hand, um the average consumer doesn't really know what to do with lamb. They don't really know how to cook it at home, so the demand isn't quite as quite as strong. And unfortunately, in some areas, they uh, some consumers equate lamb to quite an old-fashioned kind of product for old-fashioned cooking. Interesting. Uh, so that's yeah. So that's not great. Um, you know, hasn't really kept up with. Um, the diversity of uh, ethnic cuisine and, and likes. And I think that's a real shame because um, there are a lot of ethnicities, obviously, that, that live in the United States, and a lot of those ethnicities, they do uh, cook with lamb, and there's real opportunity. So uh, I guess it's a matter of um, finding those uh, those niches and, uh, and really showing them that, uh, you know, the, the product offering that we have uh, fits well within their cuisine and um, their aspirations that they want to put on their food stage. Just finally, Surma, are we going to get a trade deal with India? Oh, <laughs> the trade deal with <laughs> India, yes. Um, look, I, we would be delighted. We would absolutely be delighted if there was um, to be a trade deal with uh, with India. So, you know, we've talked a lot about the opportunities in that market, particularly for sheep meat. Um, we are a little bit behind the eight ball now with Australia um, jumping the gun and getting their phase one deal, whatever they're calling it. Um, so they've got uh, a, an advantage into that market because um, they don't have to pay that very high 30% tariff. Um, will we get a trade deal uh, with India? I hope so. Uh, the question is how long will that take? And the one learning that I have taken away from uh, both being up in India uh, last year and then from talking to a number of people, including the Australians, is that it is a really long game. So um, I think we need to be prepared to look at that market creatively and think, um, you know, think strategically about how do we build up the relationship and how do we build up the position that New Zealand holds in that um, in that market before we we actually have a chance to get to the negotiating table. Suma Karapiva, CEO of the Meat Industry Association, welcome back to New Zealand and thanks so much for your time on the country today. Oh, my pleasure, anytime.